Welcome to Ashwood. Dark Stories for Bright Minds. Blundered. Andrew was in town for a wedding. He was nervous about attending because he did not know anyone there except for the groom, James. They had been best friends in high school, but grew apart when they went separate ways after graduation. In fact, they had not spoken for several years when Andrew received the invitation out of the blue. He knew that James had moved west and become some sort of high-end property manager. Meanwhile, Andrew stayed behind in their small town and became a taxidermist for a nearby museum. The two of them could not have ended up more different. When Andrew opened the invitation one evening, he almost declined because he was always shy and preferred to be alone. However, something deep inside told him that he owed it to his old friend to be there. So there he was, in a city he had never visited, and was about to be forced into an awkward social situation. He had flown in a day early so that he could get ready in a hotel before the ceremony. The city was beautiful. As he was driven into the center of it, he marveled at the tall buildings. The Art Deco architecture that dominated the streets sent bright, straight lines up into the sky, which was a brilliant blue tone on the perfect summer day. The smell of the ocean filled the air with every breeze that webbed its way in between the skyscrapers. Andrew had never visited a large city before, and he was enjoying the magnificence of it all. Finally, he arrived to his hotel. He stepped out onto the sidewalk and was surprised at how happy he was to be around so many people. Once he had settled into his room, he grew hungry and decided to go out for some fresh air in search of something to eat for dinner. As he walked down the street, he focused on trying to ease his persistently growing anxiety about the wedding. He took deep breaths and tried to enjoy his surroundings. The bright, hot day had become a beautiful summer evening. The tall city buildings around him were illuminated in the evening sun, turning their faces into a bright glowing orange. The evening breeze cleared away the smell of the many cars around him and carried the fragrance of the trees that lined the sidewalk. The people passing by were happily getting ready for the weekend. They were smiling with friends and rushing off to wherever their plans were taking them. Andrew felt his anxiety melt away and he slowly fell in love with the city around him. He loved where he lived, but a piece of him suddenly felt jealous of James for living in such a pleasant city. As he continued to walk, enjoying the sights and sounds, the aroma of something delicious filled his nose. He followed it to a restaurant around the corner. It had outdoor seating with a view of the park across the street. He asked for a table for one and was seated immediately. For the first time in a while, Andrew felt very relaxed. He was usually so caught up in his work that he never stopped to appreciate what was happening around him. He sat in silence and watched the families in the park across the street. Children were laughing and playing, couples were walking together holding hands, and everyone seemed to be free of any worries. It changed his own mood. His cares drifted away and he soon felt excited about the wedding. He looked forward to sharing the special day with his old friend and meeting the woman who stole his heart. He looked forward to meeting new people, or perhaps there would be some other friends from high school with whom he could catch up and share a drink. 
Andrew enjoyed his dinner, and by the time he was finished, he felt like a new person. The old, anxious, shy man was gone. Something about the city had changed him. As he asked for the check from his waiter, he noticed a woman sit down in a table across the patio. She was beautiful. As the sun was setting in the distance, the light cut in between the tall buildings around them and adorned her in light. Her big green eyes seemed to shine because of it. Her short brown hair became a halo in the sun. She looked like an angel, and Andrew could not help but admire her. He was interrupted when the waiter brought his check. Andrew paid for his meal and took one last look at the surroundings. The woman caught his eye again. He marveled in her perfection one last time, then made his way to the exit. As he pushed the door and began to step out, something inside himself made him stop. Courage like he had never felt before caused him to turn around and go back to the patio. He approached the woman and introduced himself. I have never done anything like this before, he said, but you are the most beautiful woman I have ever seen. I'm in town this weekend for a wedding. I'm pretty sure I won't know anybody else there, and I would love to be able to go with a date. I know we don't know each other, but if you are free tomorrow, would you join me at my friend's wedding? The woman's bright eyes grew wide in shock with every word he spoke. Andrew felt his newfound confidence disappear, and by the time he was done talking, he felt like an idiot. He was about to turn around and run away, when the woman responded, where is it? Andrew was stumped. Where is what? He mumbled. The woman changed her expression into a smile and answered, The wedding. Andrew paused for a moment, then laughed at himself. She laughed along with him. He found his courage again and told her it was at St. Adelaide Cathedral down the street. Her only response was to nod her head as if considering it. After a short pause, Andrew introduced himself. Let's start with our names, he said with a smile. I'm Andrew. Beth, she responded, with a smile that was as bright as her eyes. That started off a long conversation that followed them out of the restaurant, across the street, and around the park a few times. They walked together, getting to know each other. She lived in an apartment nearby. She was studying biology at the university. Andrew told her that he had also studied biology which is when he fell in love with taxidermy. She admitted that she never made time to relax or meet new people. That evening was the first time in a while that she had decided to go out and enjoy a quiet dinner. They agreed that it seemed like fate had brought them together in that restaurant. Andrew walked her back to her apartment, and she agreed to join him the next day for the wedding. Andrew awoke the next morning with a spring in his step that had never been there before. He got ready quickly, but carefully. He made sure his hair was as nice as possible. He ironed his clothes and shined his shoes, which he had not done in years. He bought a cologne at the hotel's gift shop and tried his hardest to apply it in just the right amount to be noticeable, but not overwhelming. When he finally felt presentable enough, he walked to Beth's building. He called her when he was outside and waited anxiously for her to come outside. When she finally stepped through the doors, Andrew's heart skipped a beat. She was wearing a yellow summer dress. It was modest enough, but Andrew could now tell that Beth had curves that only made her more beautiful. She kissed his cheek as he said hello. He greeted her and offered his arm. 
She took it, and they began their short walk to the cathedral. Along the way, their conversation picked up as easily as it had gone the night before. They arrived to the wedding, and he beamed with pride as he escorted the beautiful woman to their seats. She was easily the prettiest woman there. He smiled as wives whispered to their husbands, and husbands stared in awe. As they sat, Beth scooted close to Andrew and kept a hold on his arm. The ceremony came and went. The only thing he remembered were the whispers between the two of them. Andrew was happy for his old friend, but he was happier with a sudden change in his own life. The party moved across the street to another hotel for the reception. Andrew was seated with some strangers. Apparently, he was the only high school friend that came out to the wedding, but he did not mind. He wanted all the time to get to know Beth. He knew he had to leave the next day, and he wanted every moment to be spent with this amazing woman. It was not until much later that James came to their table. They gave each other a long hug. James introduced his wife, and Andrew introduced Beth. They spoke for a little while before moving on to the other guests. James suggested they get together some time to catch up, and Andrew agreed. The rest of the night, he and Beth danced and talked together. They were some of the last people to leave, and they took their time walking back to Beth's apartment. When they finally arrived, neither of them wanted to say goodbye. Beth said she had a great time, and she was sad Andrew had to leave in the morning. Andrew also wished he did not have to leave. He wanted to invite her back to his hotel room, but he knew it would be inappropriate, and possibly ruin the night. So they stood in front of the building, talking endlessly in the warm summer night. As the sky began to change colors, Andrew checked his watch and realized that it was already about 5 o'clock in the morning. The sun would be out soon, and his plane would be leaving in a few hours. He could also tell that Beth was very tired. As much as he hated to end their time together, he knew it was time. He gave her a tight hug and told her she needed to get some rest. She denied being tired and squeezed him back. He looked down at her and went in to kiss her cheek. She turned at the last moment and they locked their lips together. He felt a surge of passion like never before. They parted lips and looked into each other's eyes. Andrew could not stand the idea of not being with her. He told her that he would call her every day, and he would come back to visit as soon as he could. She gave him a wide smile and kissed him again several times. Finally, just as streams of sunlight cut in between the tall buildings, they said goodbye and Andrew walked back to his hotel. It was the most bittersweet moment of his life. He was sad to leave Beth and the beautiful city, but he was also so happy to know that they would continue to pursue this relationship. After Andrew got home, he kept his word. He called right away and they talked for hours. They talked every day and Zoomed each other most nights. Andrew's life did not only change there. Meeting Beth had awakened something inside of him. Whereas he used to be complacent and comfortable in his simple life, now he found himself trying new things and going outside of his comfort zone. He began running every morning before work. He was trying new restaurants and activities. It seemed every time he spoke to Beth, he felt more alive than before. Soon he was saving up his money to spend a few weeks with Beth again. He began planning things for them to do together, and he discovered there was a very large natural history museum. Out of curiosity, he checked out the job postings for the museum and saw that they were looking for a full-time taxidermist to take care of all the animal displays. Once again, it seemed as though fate was leading Andrew closer to Beth. 
he applied for the position and was invited for an interview. Andrew wanted to surprise Beth when he was there, but she was going out of town visiting her parents on the day of the interview. He decided not to tell her about it. Not only would she be sad to miss him while he was there, but he was also worried that he might not get the job. Andrew felt like he nailed the interview and was delighted to hear back the next day that he did get the job. A month later, he was unpacking in a brand new apartment in the city. He left his old life behind. He had destroyed all the evidence of the man he was before, and he was ready to start a new life. He had not yet told Beth about anything. He wanted to surprise her, and he could not wait to see her reaction. The next morning he went to the museum and got to know his position. His new taxidermy lab was way better than his old one, and he immediately set up all his tools where he wanted them and got to know the rest of the staff. When the day was over, he headed straight to Beth's apartment to surprise her. He walked down the familiar street where he had stayed during the wedding. He enjoyed the smell of the trees and the ocean. As he turned the corner to the front of her apartment building, he took out his phone and called her. As the call went through, he could feel his heart racing with excitement. Just then, he heard her phone ringing inside the building. It kept ringing and then went to voicemail. Andrew hung up the phone and peeked through the glass doors. There was Beth, sitting in the lobby with another man. Andrew's heart began beating even harder as the worst thoughts raced through his mind. He shook them off and stepped away from the door. That man could be anybody. Beth was a good woman who would never cheat or lie to him. Still, why did she ignore his call? Andrew called her again and peeked through the door. He watched Beth pick up her phone and look at it. She ended the call and put it back in her purse. Then she smiled at the man, continuing her conversation. Andrew waited at the front of the building, watching them for several minutes. He scrutinized every bit of body language between the two of them. He told himself it was a suspicious situation, but at least they were in the lobby. He would be more worried if he caught them together in her actual apartment. Finally, they got up and made like they were ready to leave. Andrew jumped away from the door and rushed to make it around the corner before being caught. He heard the door open and close, footprints walking away. Andrew peered around the corner again and saw the man going in the other direction. Just then, Andrew's phone began to ring. It was Beth. He picked it up, and after saying the usual, Hello, how are you? He asked Beth why she had ignored his calls earlier. She answered that she had just gotten back from class and was going to call him as soon as she got settled in. He could feel his face getting red with anger. Are you sure? He asked. Beth paused for a moment before asking what he meant by that. Andrew pointed out that Beth usually called him as she walked home from class, so that seemed odd. Beth did not defend herself. She only said it upset her that he did not believe her. Andrew knew in that moment that she was not being faithful. He felt tears in his eyes as he realized he had completely changed his life for this woman. He thought about the good times they had had together. She was different then, innocent and perfect. Now she was just a liar and a cheater. He wished he could immortalize the moments they had shared during the wedding. He collected himself and changed his tone. He apologized to her and told her he was just under some stress from work. She forgave him immediately. Well. Andrew added after a short pause. I have a surprise for you. Beth asked what it was, and Andrew told her to go down to the lobby of her apartment. He told her he had something delivered to her, 
and it would be waiting outside the door. He asked her to call him back once she saw it. Moments later, she came into the lobby, looking excited. As soon as she saw him standing outside, her face lit up with excitement. She ran to the doors and gave him a big hug. She kissed him repeatedly. Andrew feigned a smile and acted like he was also happy. Deep down, he only felt the rejection from what he had seen before. When she asked him what he was doing there, he put on his best smile and announced that he had moved there. She screamed and hugged him again. Andrew thought about what a good liar she was, acting so happy. He knew that she was really worried about getting caught. Beth asked about work and Andrew told her about the new job. Again, she acted so happy. She jumped up and down and then kissed him again. She began to cry and squeezed Andrew, burying her face into his chest. Andrew hugged her back and thought about the times they had before. After a short while, Andrew asked Beth if she wanted to see where he was working. Moments later, they were in her car on the way to the museum. Andrew escorted her to the back where the lab was. It was after closing, so he had to unlock the doors with his new set of keys. He showed her the tools of the trade, and she seemed very interested in all that he did. Andrew laughed to himself, wondering if she ever acted as excited with her other man. Finally, he gave her a seat and brought her a drink from the vending machine. Beth drank slowly as she asked him all sorts of questions about his new life in the city. Andrew answered the questions patiently, waiting for her drink to take effect. Soon she was acting very tired, so Andrew insisted she finish her drink and he would take her back home. As soon as the cup was empty, Beth slumped forward. Andrew caught her just in time to preserve her from getting hurt. He carried her over to his workstation and laid her on the table. Then he began setting up his tools. As he worked, he thought about the weekend he had met her. He thought about how perfect she was in the yellow dress at the wedding. He thought about how they danced and talked and enjoyed being together. He avoided thinking about the other man. He did not want those thoughts to taint his work. The job took a few weeks, but luckily for him, he was the only one that ever entered his lab. Finally, after all that time, Andrew was almost done. He went back to her apartment using her key. He found the yellow dress and brought it back to the lab. He had done it. He had immortalized the moment they fell in love with each other. The time when their love was pure, before she had cheated on him. Andrew stood back and looked at Beth, frozen in time. She was posed as if walking. Her dress flowed down around her, but something was off. He walked around her, admiring his own work, but there was something wrong about it. She was not perfect anymore. Somehow he had messed it up. Andrew let out a long sigh and sat back in his chair. He thought back to the day he caught her cheating on him. Now that he thought about it, it seemed like a pretty innocent situation after all. Maybe the guy was a friend from one of her classes and they were just studying. Maybe it was some guy hitting on her and she was rejecting him politely. Maybe it was a cousin. Really, he never saw anything happen between them. It was just an innocent conversation. Andrew looked back at Beth and realized all the mistakes he had made. It was not easy preserving a human body. He thought about all the others, all the other failed relationships that he had tried in vain to immortalize. He thought back to the day he destroyed all of them before he moved here. He realized he would have to destroy this one as well. Oh well. 
Andrew said out loud. Maybe next time. Today's story was written and narrated by me, Joey Kluge. Music and editing by Stephen Reeder. If you like what you heard today, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast. If you would like to learn more about Ashwood, you can visit us at www.ashwoodstories.com. That's ashwoodstories.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Ashwood Stories. As always, thank you for listening. Stay bright, everyone.